0: Another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Nope, you're muted. There he is. (laughs) Way to go, Sarge. This is, the mic, the whole, (laughs) you got, you got got one thing to do, you got
1: one thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's like the first week where there wasn't a dumpster fire from some development team or or a publisher.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a slow week. Considering, right? It's a slow week.
1: it's Considering what, what normally happens.
0: Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday at eight PM Eastern. You can listen to us live on Mixer.com/slash Thirty and Still Gaming each and every single week. Or you can listen to us the past broadcast on youtube.com slash 30instillgaming. Or you can also listen to us on a podcast format on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Go to any of those sites. And if you're listening on any of those sites, make sure you hit that follow, star, heart, subscribe button, whatever button that it is to follow us on that platform. Make sure you hit that. I uh, appreciate you guys coming out live. We have chat here. If you'd like to join the chat live and uh, interject some stuff while we're I'm doing a, the I'm show live.
1: I'm a bot, though.
0: I'm a bot. So. I, I'm always a bot. On today's show, um, we're going to be talking a little bit about, uh, let me see here. Where is my...
1: We're going yeah. to talk, talk a little about a lot.
0: Right. We're, we're going to go over the Sea of Thieves update, anniversary update. Comes out April 30th. They had a little stream yesterday. They showed what was in it and stuff. I, I like what I see. I have a couple of questions that they don't really answer, but I'm going to get to that. Uh, a little teaser came out for the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order we're going to talk about that for a brief it was, minute. It was
1: one frame of a broken lightsaber on a stone. No, frame. no, no. How is everyone getting excited about there's, that? There's
0: an actual uh, leak photo that came out with a Jedi on the side of a mountain just, and stuff just like that. Just say photo. Yeah, it's a photo. That's what I said.
1: Just not a leaked photo. It's Whatever.
0: just a photo. Oh, hold on. My producer's coming in. Yeah. yeah. Can I help you? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, I can help you. Okay. This is a good time for that. Dad is not busy doing anything right now. Let me see. There you go they put this flat on the ground and then you take this and put it right there and look it it hooks on okay all right fantastic go practice that no no now you got your arms stuck around my boom arm all right buddy have fun tell tell your tell your mom all right you did it fantastic all right so uh, as my producer shuts the door he's it's important when my producer needs the to get get a hold of me so we're going to talk about Fallout 76 a little bit. We're going to talk about We have to. A millionaire that wants to do his own his own battle royale, uh, battle battle royale, royale. right? Yeah. But, but for real. Right, like a real for, battle for royale. Real. Yeah. Right. Um we're also going to talk about Xbox Game Pass.
1: Yeah, we know you're an alien. You be we're, the first one We're going to sign talk
0: up. about um we're going to talk about the review bombing process that's happening with Borderlands, th- uh, Borderlands games in general, and we're also going to talk about the Kotaku article about Dragon Age Four. Um, now, we could talk about this first, but instead, I'm going to talk about Borderlands uh, because I don't want to get too Good involved. choice. Good choice. Because then I'll, we'll talk about that for like 45 minutes just alone on Good that choice. So, um, so basically. I've been playing Borderlands 1 Remastered, and I've been having an absolute blast. An absolute blast. I've, I've had three characters so far. I have Roland, my soldier character, I've been playing online, uh, on stream since Monday. I have a Siren character that I've been playing uh, with you, Sarge, uh, about level 21, I believe. And then I have... Um, oh, um, Mordecai, the hunter, I have him at level 20. So I got all three characters going... <laughs> Um, I have my solo play whenever I'm not playing online. I have my character that I play with you, and then I have my online character that I play. I just beat uh, yesterday. I beat the main campaign. Oh, no, two nights ago, or yesterday morning. I forget what it was. I think it was Wednesday morning. I beat the campaign. I was like level 35, I think, when I beat the campaign uh, with Roland. Then I beat the first DLC with Dr. Ned's zombie uh uh campaign part i liked it i thought it was good um lots of horde action going on lots of lots of guys appearing it was hard to see them where they came out it was it was like dark so
1: you have to remember though with with the borderlands game like it to some people it looks really easy because if you know what guns to have and what oh kind yeah of combos to have you can just shred through people but if you don't know the game is difficult
0: i'm i'm using a gun okay it's a level 15 smg
1: I, I, still think it's a, I still think it's a broke gun.
0: I, it has to be, because I found it when I was level 13, and it was level 15. When I got to level 15, I, I put it on, and I've never changed. It literally melted everyone up until I'm still using it now. I'm level 41.
1: And you're using a level 15 gun?
0: And I'm using a level 15 See, gun. In,
1: in the Borderlands universe, that's a broken gun. That's why it's very important to, whatever right. gun you think you, you don't like you're not going to like or whatever
0: you got to use it use it you got to use it
1: you got to use every gun you pick up just a little bit just to see what it does it, it makes me wonder
0: how many guns I've thrown away that are like jewels that I just but you don't, but I you just, don't know I just chuck them I'm like I'm like whatever I, many, found, I found I found my there's too right. many there's too I, many I found my gun I just delete all the rest of them um so far I did the doctor doctor uh, Ned's and I like that one then I was supposed to do Knox, and I realized I was supposed to do Knox. Doctor
1: Ned, you mean Zed, right?
0: Well, in the thing, it's Doctor Ned. Yeah. Is
1: it Doctor Ned? Yeah. It's Doctor Ned is the guy. Yeah,
0: Zed is the doctor, but in the story, his name is Doctor Ned. Okay. He even says he's like, "I'm Doctor Ned. I'm not Zed with a Z. Oh, I'm dead. Okay, okay. Right? it's like, been a while
1: since I played it. I forgot that they talk about it like that.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a funny little little. It's a ho- it was a Halloween update back in 2010. Right, it came out during Halloween in 2010. Um, I really enjoyed it. I played it and beat it in about, it's his brother. Yeah, that's his brother with the, with the mustache. It's funny. It's pretty funny. Um, so basically, I beat it in like four hours, a little less than four hours. I completed all the, all the quest line. Now, I was supposed to do Nox's next, but Nox's supposedly that I read up on is level 51. And this is what I don't get. It's level 51, and then Moxie's is lower than that. And then so is Claptraps. Okay. So I didn't play Nox's because it was too high of a level for me. I didn't want to struggle too much. So then I went to Moxie's this morning.
1: That's that I'll be honest with you, bro. If I remember correctly, it's the worst DLC. It's the worst one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I, I had no idea. I went in, and I don't remember playing this like 10 years ago, right? So I went in, started playing it, and it's it's a um it's an arena. Okay. And it's just wave after wave, round after round. And I was like, cool, I'll do that. And on the corner, it says round one of five. I'm like, cool. So there's five rounds, you know, waves, whatever. Well, let me tell you, it's one round, five waves. Round two, five waves. So on and so forth. I was like, holy shit. So I was in this one cycle for 45 minutes, okay? And they were about three levels lower than me. So I was murdering them with my gun pretty fast, right? And then I found a broke mechanic in the game. Now, I don't know if it's because my guns were too high-powered. Because they would say, only use SMGs. Everything else won't do any damage. Okay? Well, I had an assault rifle, and I never changed it. I literally just mowed down everyone. And they're like, shotgun only. Everything else won't do any damage, and I use my my assault rifle and murdered it, everybody.
1: It, it could be something that the developers put it in there just for people to have fun with it instead of having. Well, to that's be, what I
0: was thinking, right? Instead of
1: being shoehorned so into using a So you're a gun. thinking,
0: okay, I have to use shotgun, and you yeah. don't ask any questions. Well, of course, I test out stuff. I'm like, well, all right, let me let me let me see if my assault rifle works. And I was like headshotting him and just killing him in like two shots. I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not changing to a because I put my shotgun on. Yeah, I did more damage, but my AR was still doing more damage. Than that, So I went through all the rounds, and then I went to stage two, right? I completed the first one, and the, the quest now is to do all three stages, three stages. So that means I have to do 75 rounds of things to do to complete this one quest, okay? Well, while you're in there, you're getting zero XP. Zero XP. You kill the guys, you don't get any XP for them. And I'm like, oh, well, this is, this is not good at all. So I went to, I went to, I went to two, stage two got to round three wave four and I got killed by like explosion or something and there was no guy I could see and I died well then it resetted me okay and I went oh no it put me up in the tower and then gave me a message across the board saying you can shoot down but you're stuck in here it's like a penalty box and I went oh okay I I tried to shoot and then it resetted me back to round one wave one I went oh no i was like i am not doing this again because if i make it all the way to the end and then i die i gotta start all the way over i was like no 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 no. i was like i gotta do this i gotta do this with a group yeah no xp there was no xp um it's, it's
1: a grinder <laughs> it's meant to be it's meant to test your your metal of what guns and stuff you put together basically yeah.
0: so i was like all right well let me go play a different dlc and because i couldn't play Nox's, i played clap traps today and i beat clap traps today okay Clapstraps was pretty small, uh, pretty, pretty small, about two hours, two and a half hours. Um, I still have other quest lines to do in it, but like the main story is like two, two and a half hours. My guns were still OP. They're about, th- they're about two levels below me or on par with me. And I was still just wrecking face with the guns that I have. I have an assault rifle. I have an SMG and I never use anything else. I'm like level 18 or 19 with my SMG. I'm like level 17 with my AR. Um, the the bonus points that I get for him it's just it's phenomenal. So I think what I'm gonna do is I think I'm just gonna I think I'm just gonna go through playthrough two with that character. Or I'm gonna move on to Borderlands uh pre sequel. Um but yeah I'm almost done I have to, I still have to do Noxes. I still have to do Noxes. So I still have to get myself up uh, high enough level to go into that because I think it's 50-51. I have like nine more levels to do. I'm having a blast though. Ten years I haven't played this game. About maybe maybe about eight about maybe about eight years and it's like i never it's not like i never left it's like riding a bike it's phenomenal it's a, well, it's a it, phenomenal it game it,
1: it, the game ages well because of the way it looks you know it doesn't look like it's so dated because it's just the way it looks like the cell shading is what it is i, I just like it the fact that it's it's been lit up a little bit it doesn't look so dark
0: yeah it was it yeah they, they shaded all yeah
1: right everything was really dark maybe it was to help you know, the feel of the game, so you couldn't see all the little crappy stuff inside the game, but when they did the remaster, they brightened everything up so you can actually see stuff now.
0: Right. Hold on one second.
1: I, it kind of reminds the that that board actually was redone again in Borderlands 2. That's where the Mr. Torg's Ballroom Brawl is. Like, that's the same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, you, you have to go through rounds of attacks, but it's inside of the his bar instead of the just a yeah. giant room. Same. It's the same concept.
0: Um, I, I like the fact that um, there's waves of horde mode. Like, okay, so this is what they did. This is what they did correctly in me, in my opinion. In the zombie horde mode or the zombie board or the DLC, the waves of guys, there are so many guys that come at me. I was like, I was like, this is awesome. It's just how, just constantly coming at me. And then I did Moxie's thing and the actual horde mode, because that's what it is. It's a wave of horde mode. There was less people on that per round there's only 42 people like total through the whole, through the whole one round where in Dr. Zed's or Ned's whatever there was like 70 just on walking through a section they just keep popping up out of things and coming out and I was like oh this is so good and then you don't realize they're like right behind you and then you're like oh. Ah, and then you have to like turn around and start fighting them like just, a shooting gallery it was fantastic the, the Moxie one looking back on it eight years later Ten years later, it's not the best DLC Borderlands has done. It's probably the worst. Like I'm talking, like it's almost as bad as like a Defiance DLC that came out. Like it just seems really like.
1: Well, that just shows segregated that from from they the rest of it. Because when the DLCs came out for the second one, each of them was unique and interesting. Right when when, right. The, when the sequel came out, all the DLCs were fun. Like that. That was, the first, that was the first time ever where I kept buying the DLCs because I thought each one was just great. Um, yeah, I want to try this. Yeah, I want to try this.
0: And what I loved about these DLCs, and I'll, I'll talk more about this when we play the pre-sequel and we play Borderlands 2. But each DLC has a new enemy. Multiple new enemies. It's like reskin stuff, right? But they're new enemies. Why can't a game like Destiny do this? Right. Every well, they did. They, well the, no, they only did the taken, the taken, which is reskinned, right? And then you had the 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 SEBA. right? No, but what I'm saying is that wasn't every DLC. That was every once every major year. Every DLC in this game has new characters and new villains to, to fight.
1: Oh well, I got to give them give them credit. Maybe it was just a reskin up to the body parts, and the guys look like pirates instead of looking like maniacs, like. I, I, I allow developers to have a little bit of leeway when they come up with something. You know, you don't, you don't have a lot of time if you're, if you're cre- trying to curate new stuff within the year. Because don't forget, the, the Borderlands 2 DLC came out all in the same year. Oh, yeah. They like, came out month after month after every, month. Every, yeah. every couple months. No, no. Every, no it was every, every month. month.
0: The first three of them came out in um, like August, September, October. And then Claptraps didn't come out till the following like seven months, eight months later is the last one when it came out.
1: You're talking about the first game or the first second game for the first game. Yeah, I'm
0: talking about the the second, second game. They came out every like month or like two every, months, every, every, every two other two month or, or something months, like that. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. I can look that up real fast. Um, Borderlands. I mean, don't forget though, after
1: the first year of the major DLCs, then they had those secondary ones, like the holiday ones, like right. those also came right. out. So, like as far as I'm concerned, Borderlands 2 as a complete game with all the DLCs is like a marathon of total blissful fun which is why I liked it so much.
0: Okay, so season one, this is Borderlands 2 now. Uh, It was October 8th, 2013. Um, Captain Scarlet's, her pirate's booty, came out October 16th. Oh, 2012, sorry. And then Mr. Torres' campaign came out in November. So October, November. And then Sir Hamilock's came out in December. So it was literally one month after each other. Uh, and then Tina's Assault uh, on Dragon's Keep came out in June. So that's the same pattern they did with Borderlands 1. So 1, 2, and 3 came out in the consecutive months. And then the last DLC came out like seven months later. So,
1: and don't forget, there was, there was like a, a technical ray boss for each of them.
0: Yeah, the bosses, <laughs> I, I have to say, the bosses would have been a lot funner if I was at level. But being above level with my OP broken guns, I melted through every single one of them. I melted through every single one. But don't
1: forget, don't forget, it's not your level that affects the gun. The gun damage is the gun damage. It's your health bar and shields that you find
0: that make you last longer. Well, no, 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 no. My gun damage is so high because I've been using the gun for so long. I have the fifteen or twenty five percent buff on it, plus whatever the gun does, plus whatever my bonuses are on my character right That's why I'm doing so, so much it's a, damage it's
1: a crit machine yeah. your your accuracy yeah. bonus is like fifty six percent which means you're 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 with an s m g you're hitting over half all shots in the je shots
0: if i do crit they're they're dead in like one two right. Bu- bullets right so okay so i'm I'm excited going forward, but I'm also kind of like when I was playing moxie, I was kind of bored with it, right, and I was like, uh, I gotta go to pre sequel next, and this is my thing. Why is it that the pre-sequel is so like the redheaded stepchild of of Borderlands? Right, you look were, at it; they
1: were trying something new.
0: Why do we hate it? Well, not hate it, but why I, do I we dislike I it? I don't, I don't hate, hate, it. hate it. I don't like, hate listen,
1: it. Listen, the only reason why I wasn't enthralled with the prequel, and I, and this is one hundred percent truth, is one hundred percent truth, is because I had burnt out on Borderlands.
0: See, I think like, it's I think it's the the airlock no, stuff. Not. I think it's no, the. I, elongated gated jumping. The mechanic,
1: that, that, that mechanic of the, the, the zero-G jumping? No. It That's was because I played Borderlands like a crazed lunatic. Okay? Like it was oxygen. I played six characters, all of them to 72, and half of them to OP8. Okay? All the DLCs, all the way through. Right? So mm-hmm. by the time I was, I was finally putting the controller down, to be like, okay... Let me play something else. Another the, the the subsidiary company comes out, and goes. We got the pre sequel, and I'm like, Yay! Like I don't like I know right. what it is. It's not like a different game. It's just more Borderlands, and so I was burnt out. So me, you, and Dread played
0: it. Oh yeah, we played it. We but finished I wasn't
1: it. like gung ho crazy for it. It and it wasn't and it wasn't because it was a bad game. I was just burnt out.
0: So I have a question for you. That game came out five years after the second the second one, wasn't it? No, no, I forget when that one came out. Anyway.
1: The timetable matters because I played Borderlands for like two and a half years straight. Like a crazy Well, person.
0: Borderlands 2 came out in 2012. And then Borderlands Pre-Sequel came out in 2015, I think.
1: I played Borderlands 2 as much as I played Battlefield Bad Company. That's how much yeah. I
0: played Borderlands came out in 2014. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's here's my my opinion on what the pre-sequel has done to us. I think because the pre-sequel came after Borderlands 2, and we were expecting Borderlands 3, and then we got the pre-sequel, that that was the one that saved Borderlands 3. Now, hear me out, right? Because you were burnt out, because you played Borderlands 2, and we wanted a Borderlands 3, but yet we got the pre-sequel instead. Okay? Now, we've waited... Five to six years on after that one, okay. We waited we waited seven eight years from Borderlands 2. But because the pre-sequel is like the buffer to Borderlands 3, I think Borderlands 3, I think everyone's going to fall in love with it, right? One because it's the main studio. It's one because it's the main studio. Okay. But I really think the pre-sequel took the blow to be like, get this, get this out of here, right? It was like. It's that sequel and you're like, you're like, oh God, they missed the they missed the mark, right? But really you're like, oh thank God, they missed the mark because now Borderlands three is gonna come out and it's gonna take it and you're be like, this is good. This I is mean, good. I mean,
1: I I liked Claptrap. I thought it was hilarious character.
0: Let's just be honest. The the pre sequels like like the early episodes of, of of Star Wars, right? Episodes one, two, and three.
1: But I don't think they're that bad. I don't really think they're that bad. I'm told you it's it, I don't wanna use the stupid industry terms everyone's using but I did have Borderlands fatigue when, when the pre-sequel came out, I was burnt out. Like, yeah, yeah. It's right. Fun. Cause you were
0: literally playing Borderlands two for two solid years. When, yeah, two, when this came out yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, you, were, you were playing defiance. You were playing defiance and, and Borderlands simultaneously. Yeah.
1: And I got to like ridiculous levels and I had ridiculous guns. Like I had, I played the siren so much. That I didn't even use I didn't even use normal guns. I had her specced out to her abilities to specifically use the Infinity Gun. I had the Infinity Gun and the B, and it was a good B too. It wasn't just a normal B. It was right. a really prime B with like a like a forty percent. I think uh, the the damage buff was crazy. So like as as long as I stayed far enough back and my and my fire rate was I think like eighty nine percent. So basically, when I pulled the trigger, it sounded like a bandsaw. All you, all you would hear was, and so I didn't have to worry about bullets anymore. I just ran around slaughtering stuff. (laughs)
0: Excuse me. Um, But I,
1: I, but I always, I always remember playing with four people. I forget who the fourth person was. We, We played four people and we all played Axton and we all got double guns with slag and one of us had the nuke. And we were in the Varkin, the so, Varkin farm, it's the Varken, so farmland. Yeah. Okay, that I was laughing hysterically because that's there was eight guns plus our guns plus the slag plus the nuke. I think that we actually got the game to lock up, like the game right, couldn't, handle, couldn't, couldn't handle it. The game couldn't handle what was going on, and all you saw was just explosions, and the game frame rate tanked. I was laughing hysterically.
0: I have to say. Playing through the game, pretty much. Uh, Dupless and uh, an agent joined me for like maybe an hour of my whole playthrough. I really love this game when you play with other people. Like I love our playthrough that we're playing together as we go through it. Right? It just makes it more fun. It just makes it easier. You have that 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 uh, extra lifeline if you get knocked down or whatever, and you can't and you can't shoot somebody. It's it's just it's really a lot better experience playing Borderlands with a, with a group.
1: Yeah, but right there, but right there, you that's that's the key to the whole game, the looter shooter. Like the whole time you're playing it, it's blissfully fun. Like yeah. you're just laughing. Yeah. Hysterically. The gun's ridiculous. This gun is ridiculous. All right. Meanwhile, the game that's been out for four years, everything's very serious. We can't have the guns unbalanced. We can't have this gun because it doesn't work well in PvP. I'm confused. Right,
0: right, right.
1: Where's my fun guns just for the sake of having fun guns?
0: What okay, so Moving from this topic to, it, we're not we're not talking about the Epic Store, but we're talking about because the Epic Store is out and people are hating it, right? They're review bombing, and this makes no sense to me because the game is as we're talking about it, Sarge. Right? Everybody loves that. People that play Borderlands love Borderlands, right? So the 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 millions of people that love this game for the last decade are now. Putting reviews up. Do you think it's them, or do you think it's people that are that have never played a Borderlands game before, and then are just on the bus or on the bandwagon about this epic thing? We're doing the review bombs on Steam.
1: No, listen. It's 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 quite simple, really. It's it's not the fact that they actually hate the game. It's the only, I guess, way to voice an opinion in mass that says something about the community like you you've played the game right you've played it we've all played it the ones who've played the game have played it review bombing a game that's 8 years old doesn't make any sense right it logically right, it makes no, no sense. sense you can't you can't review bomb a game that's been out 8 years and then especially the funny part is is that Randy Pitchford reacts on people review bombing a game from 8 years ago like it, it's it's a it's a political statement it's a community statement to show their 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 but don't
0: you think that's going to hurt them?
1: No. Because don't no. you think Randy's going to look at just, this and go, all right, but fine. Randy, but Randy's a crazy man. Yeah, but you he can understand. be a crazy man.
0: It's his game, right? But he's allowed to say no, whatever no, he wants. No, no, I know fact fact that, that, what I'm saying, though. The
1: fact though, that he said those kind of things because of that makes him look ridiculous.
0: Well, I don't think it makes him look ridiculous. I think it makes the people that are review bombing a game that's 10 years old that they loved and they're, and they're doing bad. Don't you think if you wanted to show that you love the game so much that you wanted it on Steam, that you would upvote that and talk like, like the opposite? Because in my view, if they're shit talking and bad reviewing this game, right? If I was the owner of the game, I'd be like, "Why would I put it on that platform? These people are 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 haters." So I'm just going to you know, I'm just not going to put it on that platform, and I'm only going to do it exclusively completely.
1: They they review bombed it so the new people that don't know what the game is don't buy it. The ones who've already purchased it, already played it, already lived it and loved it, are review bombing so the new people don't want to play it. That's their that's the that's the because you can't stop you can't stop the people who already bought it. We already played the damn game. It's eight years old. Right. Okay. It's it's the way that they voice their emotional their opinion about the entire thing. That's what it is. That's true,
0: Dupless. Though if Epic Store did have a review process, they would review bomb over on Epic. They would. Right. Right. You're right about that. You're right about that. It's uh, listen, it it, it feels kind of productive though, right? You it, it you does. you're mad at the company for making
1: it. How else you how else do you voice your opinion on how angry you are? You don't buy the game. Right? Yeah, but those people already did. No, no. They review no, bombing. But they're so review bombing new don't no, buy, no, but review bombing. No, no, no. No, no, no.
0: They're reviewing they're reviewing they're review bombing the old games because of what Borderlands 3 is is not because of the remastered they're they're review bombing the old games because of Borderlands Three being exclusively on Epic Store for six months. That's yeah. why they're review bombing, not because the game is don't buy it or whatever. They're but review that's, bombing that's, to get their, their, their point across. Yeah, but that's, that just seems stupid to me. That that just seems like I don't want this uh, I don't want this casino being built in our in our in our uh, in our town. So I'm gonna go protest at another casino. It doesn't it it's doesn't make only, sense to it's me. The
1: only action they have.
0: I, I don't know, I I would have I would have showed, I would have done it the opposite way. I would have done a a more positive, right? Saying, "Hey, look, there's there's ten million of us that love your game so much over on the Steam platform. Why are you doing this, right? Like, like show them that you appreciate if the game was over here and not exclusive, right? Show kill, you know what I mean? It's like uh, kill them with kindness." Killing them with kindness no shot, instead of, man. and instead no of, shot. because this is not proving anything except for them to go. You know what? We're just going to pull it completely from Steam, and now you only can buy it on Epic, right? Like they could do that easily, easily. Okay, but then
1: good. If you really care enough, do you want to protest something? Okay. First of all, I don't believe you're addicted to the goddamn game, right? Are you? Are you some kind of addict that if I don't buy the game day one? that I'm going to go into withdrawals. Like If you actually care, if you actually care about the community as a whole or you care about what happens to your actually hobby that you love so much, then the only way you can vote here is you vote with wallet. That's it. That's all you have. But if you're acting like you want to make a protest, but you know you're going to get the game day one anyway and they know that because that's why they do it, and then you still say well, oh, I'm not gonna buy it, and then you know damn well you're gonna buy it anyway. Right. Then you're just right. then you're just a, you're just a loudmouth. You're not right. you don't stand for anything, okay? If you <clears throat> if you really care, you don't buy it. You don't care, right? What's what's gonna happen if I don't play Borderlands 3 the first week? What am I gonna miss? What am Nothing. I missing out on? Nothing. Nothing. Right? Am I am I gonna be behind? all my friends and i be right. able to catch up. This is not like, like Game not of Thrones of game. or
0: something like that. Right. right. It's not that right. type
1: of game. Right. So I can play Borderlands three at any time when I have time. There are actually people right now who I've heard talk on, on stream who said, you know, my plate's full. I'm a busy guy when this game, they, they know that's coming out five months from now. And they know when five months comes, they're not going to have time to play it. They'll have to play it like six months after that because right. they're busy. Right. Or Because so they're on when steam they go to buy it. They'll get it on a discounted price. They don't care. <laughs> right. Right. The the way that people talk about a game, they talk about like they're a they're a, they're an addict, like they're a crackhead. Right. Like if they don't get it day one, there's a big fucking deal. Yeah, I, so, I don't I don't see a big don't deal. Understand the premise. Right. I don't. I, don't the
0: I I honestly don't see a big deal waiting the six months.
1: Or you're gonna be behind because you're not gonna be able to stay up on content for the game. Like first of all, when Borderlands Three comes out, I predict no less than a hundred thousand people trying to stream it because everyone wants to see the cool factor of what's right. going on. Right. 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 For the first week. It's going to be nothing but Borderlands 3 because unless something else at that popularity level is coming out around the same time, that's all they're going to be talking about.
0: And you got to remember, they're going to beat the game so fast they'll be done in eight hours, seven, eight hours. The people that just well,
1: that, but see, but this they're already shit talking. See, this is this is the difference between constructive criticism and just blatant uh, bait, click bait, clickbaiting, right? You don't know anything about the game, right? All you know is it might be more Borderlands, right? You don't know anything about the game. Literally, you do not. So now all the speculation starts. Well, is it going to be pay-to-win? Is it going to be games as a service? Is it going to be this? Well, they don't know yet. Right. They'll let you know. And by the way, is that good? Once again, is it going to matter, or are you buying it blindly regardless of what it says? Right. Right. What What is your stance on this? On this profound, meaningful of, I, I'm against the Epic game Store. Okay. Congratulations! You're against the Epic Games Store, and by the way, I'm not even going to mention the alleged thing about spyware. I'm on the side of, unless it's proven, okay, unless it's actually physically proven that what they're doing is actual fact, I don't hear you. I don't hear the rumor. I don't hear any of that because all that does is create a false narrative against something that's not even right. 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 I don't care. Right now, if all of a sudden Jason Schreier or somebody else comes out and goes. It's been found out. It's been found out. Okay. Tencent. Tencent has a spyware thing. It's been found. Then I'm gonna be like, okay, you guys can say whatever you want now. You're allowed, right? right. But until that day comes, STFU. Okay. So, That's it.
0: Okay. Enough. So what? Let, let's let's take, let's change the subject a little bit. What what makes what makes and, and I'm trying I'm trying to word this in a in a way
1: doesn't matter how you're going to word it because you're going to get hate mail from it. Go ahead.
0: Okay, so when people are toxic, right? Like if people come into the stream right now and they hear us talking the way we're talking, they assume that we're automatically angry or we hate what we're talking about. Like we hate that game or like we consider, we're, we are considered trolls, right? In this day and age, even though we're like the cusp. Like just below us is like where it starts to troll. Well,
1: like the okay. sewage. Like we're the we the we're, we're like the top? man.
0: No, we're like the manhole cover. We're the manhole cover. We're the manhole sewer. cover, right? So what I'm what I'm trying to say is people people think that everyone that's if you have a negative point of view that your point of view is absolute. You're you're shut up. Like shut up. You're, you're, your review doesn't matter. You're just a hater. Oh you just want all this. And I'm 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 wondering what the line is. What's the line from being toxic or from being critic- criticism, right? Because not all criticism is toxic.
1: No. Right? Well, okay, well, the, the powers that be, the ones who are screaming from the rafters and are screaming toxicity, they have to understand what the definition is first. You right. just can't be screaming it out. Right? Being toxic means you are blindly yelling.
0: Just anything.
1: Right. You're blindly yelling about something with no facts given. Right. Just pure hatred for the sake of hate without any argument.
0: Right. Or you take right? something, one thing, and then run with that. Like that's you, that's you can,
1: focus, you can focus on any one point and then hammer it home and not talk about the other side. But if you're gonna constantly describe something as being negative but give no no proof of argument, okay, and you're constantly negative, then you're toxic. Okay. Right? For the sake for the sake of being negative. You're just doing it. That's toxicity. If I tell you something is wrong or broken or you're not happy with something, and I, and I list facts, actual facts, why it's broken, right? You can't disprove it with your emotional being Attachment, of the argument. right. Attachment of it. I like it, it because I like it. You can't tell me why, why I like it. You're wrong. Right. Like, that's not an argument, right? I don't like it because the game is broke. And here's why the game is broke. And I don't say after that statement, you're wrong. I just right. list, I list the right. facts. The, the conversation is,
0: for instance, uh, the gun mechanics in Anthem are broke. Right. This is an example. Right? You, can u- you can use this gun that's level 1, or you can use this gun that's level 30, and it's going to be this one's doing more damage than this. The gun mechanic is broke. I've, I've said a fact, and that, that's, my, that's what that's it is. That's
1: my argument. That's my defensive right. argument. Now
0: someone comes in and doesn't now listen. I call you, now right. I call
1: you bald right you're making fun of my game you're bald
0: right so now you're not listening to anything that i've said right you just said well i like the game i have no problem with the guns right it was like well that's fine which is cool right but the game factually is broke right you can like a broke game right my argument is not you liking the broke game my argument is that the gun mechanic is broke, broke right so people start now, now here's what I don't understand about society, right? So I'm complaining about something, and the people, so Sarge, you love a game, right? And I come in and say, well, this game is broke, and this is why it's broke. And you're like, well, then don't play it, right? And now you're the positive person, right? Because you love that game. And I come well, in, I'm mad.
1: <clears throat> I'm mad that you're shitting on the thing that I like. Right. That's because, the emotional response. Right, Cause you're it's not allowed to based on to, any kind of fact, right? Cause it's based you're allowed fact that you are, you are saying publicly in front of me that you don't like my game. Right. Right now, I'm offended.
0: Right. So now you're allowed your opinion to like it, but I'm not allowed my opinion to hate it. Right. That's the difference. Right. And then, then I'm labeled toxic. Right You're labeled the lover of the game, but now you and ten other people that are lovers of the game now start shitting on the toxic yeah, blind, person
1: blind loyalty right? so with with no with no discussion of the point, just blind loyalty right that you hate on my game and you're you're the
0: asshole. right. so then the people that are positive are now the shitters, right? Now they are the toxic and that's that's how it escalates right. Right, So then I don't understand that mentality of where if you have your opinion, I'm like, cool. But if you, on a public forum, if you come in and say, I really love this game, it's the best game in the world. And then I'm like, well, the game is broke because the gun mechanics right. are broke because but of this. After,
1: but after that statement that you just made, the statement out of the person's mouth now is, here's the reasons why I love the game. Right. Right? Those words don't come out of their mouth. They have no defense for the reason what they said. They just say it to say it.
0: Right, Right. your mom. If you really truly love something, it's your mom defense.
1: Right, if you love RPGs, okay, a a person who's been playing RPGs forever who says this RPG, I love this RPG, a a reasonable person who is not blindly loyal to something will now describe to you why he loves it. Right, these are the reasons. Right, not because I said so. This is not a parent teacher conference. It's not because I said so. It's these are the actual facts, the reason. But they don't give facts; they're just yelling into a microphone. Okay, that's or on Twitter.
0: So then, what what classifies, or what makes something, uh, factual, and what makes it credible? Oh, right? you're, oh, can, so, I, can I get into yeah, that? Yeah, no, this oh, is what it is. So, I for this. so who or what has to happen? Like, if I say something on this podcast, okay it means absolutely nothing it's me shouting into the you know oh
1: you're no you're a troll
0: right it's just me right. shouting into the forest okay but when it becomes factual and i come back and i'm like well i've said that years ago i had no credit before i still have no credit now because i am such so what what makes it credible who makes it credible and then what makes it factual
1: okay so this and this is where this is where the and, and i don't mean this in a, no regardless of how i defend this point it's going to come across Uh, callous okay so i'm gonna say it anyway there i think it has to do with a maturity level uh, education level and knowledge of the topic that you're talking about all together okay some people love something for the reasons why they love them but don't have the vocabulary or the intellect to describe why and so they lash out okay so now if we look at streamers as a whole who review, okay, and you watch about five or six streamers who all review, they buy the game, they review it, and you're listening to these guys, it's based on their opinion and because they play a lot of video games, that's their credibility, right. okay? Now you take the same group of five different people, but now I'm going to take them from the top publishers or review people of the actual industry, like GameSpot, uh, uh, IGN, You know, those type of those type of resources. Right. So now if the six YouTubers say that they don't like something, okay, the trolls can bombard their sites and say, you're a hater. You're a troll. You don't know shit. You don't even play the game for as many hours as I I played it. And now we switch over to the guys who actually are paid to do reviews. Right now, I'm excluding shills. I'm excluding shills. Let's not talk about shills. Let's not mix it up. Let's just talk about objective journalism. I know it's a joke. but Let's just talk about objective journalism for just a moment. Right? Now, these five or six publications, they do a review, and the five or six publications, not one, not two, but all of them say the game is shit. They don't use the word the game is shit, but the number reflects the game is shit. If you're below 50 percent, if you're uh, below—I'm sorry. If you're below 60 percent, the game is shit. Okay? So they say it's shit. Now you have the gamer of whatever age mad that the guys who do reviews for a living, who play games for a living, and give reasons, they're giving actual factual reasons why the game is shit, they begin to troll. So when, when does the actual facts kick in? When, when does the actual game is shit sink in that the game is shit? Right, I personally have a line. Like, there's a line. If it's a driving game, the ga- at this point in time, the game should be flawless. The responsiveness of the wheel, the way the car looks, the gleam on the on the paint job, how the car handles, especially if you actually driven the real car. Right to arcadey right? or not. So now, right? right, if it's arcadey or if it's simulation. Now, if if they come out with a driving game, where the car is constantly flickering, like constantly flickering, and the car hydroplanes or it seems like it's sliding all over the track. And that's a standard of the game. The driving game is shit, compared to the line of what the driving game right, is what the supposed standard to be. Is, right. This is fact. It's shit. So somewhere along the line, with the different classifications of games that we played over the last half a decade, the line has been blurred, where an opinion for a game is now more credible than the actual standard of the game Itself. since the game's inception. Right. And nobody, nobody's defending the point anymore. Everyone's just allowed to shout because the opinion matters. I don't understand this mentality, right? right. If you, you know, I'll, I'll, mm. Lono had the same kind of problem, right? Lono would make a fact during his podcast. I've been watching your podcast the last couple of weeks. He'd make a point, and he would defend the point. And then the guys in the chat would just yell directly at him, With no rebuttal to the actual
0: point. That happens to me all the time on the show as well. So
1: at that point, it's no longer a debate or discussion. It's just a a lash out against somebody who doesn't agree with you, right? Right. This is is the medium that we're in now because everybody's got a computer. Everybody's got a Twitter. So what I say matters because I see it on the screen, right? It's concrete, but you don't defend your position, Right. I'm guessing most people that are yelling into the microphone have never had a debate class, have never actually had a discussion with somebody and, like, bullet, you know bounce off points one another and reach some kind of happy medium. It's basically the I'm right, you're wrong syndrome.
0: Well, a debate right? a debate— So when do, when do we draw the line? When? Well, a debate is supposed to be, like, you have information, right? You might have all the facts, and I might have some facts. And then when I'm debating you, you might hear something that you didn't know before. And then now you compute that. And then you put that into your rebuttal, right? And then you start learning. And 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 that's what's great about talking and debating, because debating makes you learn, right? And it, it lets you learn to not always be right. Okay. Learning that there's other things out there that you could take and then implement into your speaking points and stuff like that. I just I just hate the mentality of when something is when someone doesn't like something and there's other people that like something, the people that don't like it become the trolls, and the people that love it become the haters of the hater, right? There is no positive people, because if there was positive people, then you would just let that go. You would just let it go, right? Instead of a 1,000 people commenting towards it, you would just have four people commenting, because the other 996 people were like, you know what, not worth my time. Because I can't get what I want to cross in two hundred and eighty characteristics. Right? Instead, it's the your mom defense, right? And that's what it's that's what it is. From now on, from this point forward, anytime someone says anything over something else Without it's without without, without any, defense, without, without any defense, defense or facts. Right. It's your mom. Your mom. Right? That's what it is. Right. Right? Because no matter what but, happens, I'm gonna kick your ass. You have you're low educated, you go to school. You know what? Your mom. And be like but, but, what'd you say? But
1: that, that's right. That's but see, that's the line because they're trying—they're trying to blur the line between opinionated about something and facts based on the opinion. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion. You can say whatever you want about whatever—it's completely fine. But once you put yourself in the position where you're in a room full of people discussing the same topic, you can't just scream out your mom. You have to right. actually you get a punch in the face. Actually, is what you do actually have to. You have to put into words the reason why you feel that way and defend the point, right? <laughs> and so now it's like, oh, for instance, like uh, uh, let's use um, let's use Crackdown Three, okay? You like Crackdown Three? I, right? For what I played so okay. far, okay. yeah. For what so far, I like
0: Crackdown Three. It's a I is decent Crackdown game,
1: game. Yeah. and I call it a complete and total joke. Right. Right. And I base that over the opinion of I've seen games like Crackdown Three, but they were done eight better years, eight years ago. Right. Done better. Right. So after eight years, eight years now, you can't tell me that this is where you guys ended up. So I'm disappointed in the game, right? Somebody who's not seen Crackdown thinks the game is great, right? Now, I can't defend that. I can't defend that. We're we're in the opinionated area, right? right? Now, if I say to you, Crackdown 3 is garbage, and now I bring up Crackdown 1, 2, and three other games that are exactly like Crackdown— And I see what they did then and what they did now and why this game is better than this game point by point. I make an argument about it. Right. Right. Then I have the guy who loves Crackdown come out of nowhere. He comes flying into the chat room. Your mom. Right. 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 So that's that's the difference. That's the difference. You're allowed to say whatever you want. But when you're in a forum and you're trying to get a point across you have to defend your point. It you just can't be screaming out whatever. So what I, I get you love... Listen, I get everybody who says they love Fallout 76. I get it. I love Fallout, but I cannot love Fallout 76 right. because so, it's shit.
0: Right. So here, here's the statement that my rebuttal to you for Crackdown 3, and I'm not defending it, but this is how I would defend it, right? I think Crackdown 3 is a... Not the best game it could be, right? And there are games that were, were better in the past, but... Because I have Game Pass and Crackdown 3 is part of that Game Pass and I didn't spend a dime on Crackdown 3, it's a well worth look at if you have the Game Pass because it's a fun game and it'll keep you entertained for a couple hours. And that's why I think Crackdown 3 is a, is a good game if you have Game Pass. If you don't have Game Pass and you have to pay full price for it, it's definitely not well worth it, right? Because there are other games better out there that you could spend your money on. But if you have, if you have Game Pass, there's no loss, right? So that would be my rebuttal to you as saying that Crackdown Three is a shitty game. I'll be like, I agree with you, but because of Game Pass, it's definitely worth a, sh- a look at, right? right? But,
1: but, but this is why we it gets it gets convoluted because the details matter. I'm sorry to say this, guys, but the details in the conversation matter. If you say Crackdown 3 is good because I have Game Pass, you'll even pay for Crackdown. Of course it's good. It seems like a better deal for right. you. That topic of a conversation is completely different than the, than the merits of the of game Of what the game itself. is. Correct. Okay? It's right. completely different conversation. Right. But when we're talking about social media, okay, we're not talking about everyone who can actually put into words what they feel and defending points. It's just about being right. Okay? I don't want to be right all the time. But I'm damn well not going to say something is good when it's bad and I can defend my point, and you can. And all I keep hearing in the background is your mom. I right. I can't. Right. I don't pay attention anymore. I don't care. Like, you, you, if you want to have a conversation about something, that why a game is good or bad, that's completely fine. But what hat are you wearing, right? Are you wearing the hat of, I'm just a dude playing a game. I've got a 40-hour, I've got a 50-hour week job. i got a wife and two kids. I don't give a shit. I want something that's going to make my brain zone out because I want to have fun for an hour a night. Right. I can't I'm not going to have an argument about you, about what, what game you like. You're trying to zone out the, the topic involved is very specific. I want to zone out. I want to do this. I'm not going to be the guy that right. stands above your shoulder while you're doing your power hour and going, bro, I can't believe you're playing this game. It's fucking shit. I can't believe you're right, doing it. Right, like, right. That doesn't make any sense because his his point on why he's doing what he's doing has got nothing to do with what I'm talking about. Right. I'm not trying to convince you that the game is shit. Right? If you like the game, you like the game. But you can't come into a room where right. we're discussing why the game is shit and we're using facts to back it up and you say don't play the game if you don't like it.
0: Like what? Well, well, right it's it. the, it's the same type of format where it. it's the same type of format if you're like if you're loving a game and be like oh well this game's this game's pretty good Anth- anthems pretty good you know but and someone comes in and goes, well, Fallout seventy six blows ass, and you are like, well, that's that's not even the topic that we're talking about. We're talking right. a, we're talking about Anthem, right? Oh, I thought we were talking about shitty games. You know what I mean? It's like, and then it's it goes into this whole whole thing. I just well, don't know what what who makes it credible though. Does a journalist? Does a Jason Schreier well, when he says something good or bad about a game make it credible? So then it's okay to talk about that game or like. Any Joe Schmo can just say something and then it's credible, right? like what okay, well, makes the game or what makes the the fact that someone uses a credible a credible thing
1: okay well here here's here's how it's supposed to be, and here's how it is right now. How it's supposed to be is journalists in the field that they are in are supposed to be objective and tell the truth about whatever it is that they're talking about in a non biased manner, okay? no shills. No, right. nothing. They're just telling a story. Objective, uh, not objective. Right. Okay, they're guys who play games on Twitch and Mixer who are reviewing a game, are reviewing it based on their own experiences from other game. They cannot be non-biased, right? Right, because they're getting paid on some level. Once you are paid for something, you can't be objective. Okay, journalism is supposed to be objective by nature. A guy reviewing the game by himself is not.
0: Right, they're, okay? getting, they're getting paid so, on, their, on their article, the words they're putting on paper, not to review that particular thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, but but we're just talking, we're talking black and white now, okay? So if the general media doing their job, consecu- con, con, com, uh, combined t- together, all say the game is shit based on these facts, because they have to have some kind of scale to base it up. It's not just them saying, well, the game is shit. Right, they're telling you why. Uh, it locks up. It does this. They're giving you point by point. Right, the guy over here says he likes the game because he likes guys that fly around like Iron Man. Right, that's that's not an actual. ten. That's an opinion. You right. know what it's, there's right. a difference. Okay, but now the reality is, if you don't like the guy on YouTube, is the same if I don't like the guy on IGN or GameSpot. It's the same. They look at the both sides. Well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay. If, it, So now the line becomes completely blurred because you're not going to rely on anyone's 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 one person, uh, right? Right. You're not going to rely on anyone's opinion because you don't feel like
0: now it's now it's the majority, right? You're gonna you're gonna go off of the majority. Masses screaming, right?
1: Right. Beforehand, you looked at you looked at publications as a voice of reason, right? That's why you read them. That's why you read the magazines. You read the guys. Yeah. People don't buy Consumer Reports magazines, and then. Not buy the item like they. Right. People are paid to do reviews on the Consumer Reports. It's supposed to have this whole big thing, and even then, you say that they're, they're shills because they're being paid to do whatever. The, the, so now we're in this realm of it's it's your opinion on what your opinion is. The, what are you talking about? Best. You gotta have you gotta have some kind of some kind of box to go back to.
0: Okay, so Fran Arabella used to work for IGN. He's off on his own now, and he's also like freelance for like uh, Funhouse and stuff like that. He did, in my opinion, the best review for Anthem. If you guys haven't seen his review on Anthem, he literally reviews the game for the game. Nothing about Bioware, nothing about anything else that happened, just his experience, what it is, the game is, the mechanics, the story, and it's beautifully done. If you want a non-biased review, it was his first review separate from any other entity it was just him doing this review watch his review of anthem i hope he does that for all his games he starts reviewing because it was beautifully done and it was you could hear it in his voice that he wasn't like saying one thing or another because he liked or hated something he was just down the line down the middle this is this is what's good this is what's bad if you like this if you hate this and it was it was beautifully done so going forward Check out Fran because he has a lot of in, uh, industry experience, and now he's off on his own. Uh, so check out his YouTube channel. I don't know if it's just FM or if it is Fran Mirabella. I'm not really too sure. Um, just just in my wife texts me this uh, this story. Uh, Walt Disney World has announced that their net Netflix style streaming service is coming out later this year. Okay, and this is huge. Okay, because Disney Plus will be the exclusive home for The Simpsons. Simpsons will no longer be on television. Okay? You can only watch The Simpsons on their streaming service. It's the longest-running uh, sitcom in TV history. All 30 seasons of the show, starting Homer, Marge, Bart, Marge, Maggie, and them. available. Except,
1: except the Michael Jackson episode. Available that's now, on— That's now banned. Which one? The Michael Jackson Is episode. it really? Just, just go on. Continue your story. I'm just, I'm just throwing, I'm throwing <laughs> so Available
0: names. on day one of the service that all the Simpsons will be on uh, for the announcement that Simpsons started the video. There'll be uh, the uh, war mouse ears in front of the statue of Death Star and Disney's CEO, Bob Iger. Uh, the cost of it, the company's new streaming service will launch on November 12th this year, 2019, in North America and it will cost six ninety nine a month and you know that's the inrox in, 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 in- Introductory. Introductory price, thank you. Uh, Or you could pay $70 for the year. Okay, one shot, $70 for the year. Uh, It's to expect to have 60 million to 90 million subscribers by the end of the fiscal year of 2024. Let me tell you something. It's going to have a lot more than that. It's going to have 60 million by the end of 2021. Okay, because think about this. They haven't announced anything like this yet, but you know how they have that vault, the Disney vault vault? Okay, if you have the Disney Vault where they take cartoons, take them out of the vault, watch it exclusively. This is what they're going to do. They're either going to make it two separate packages. You get the standard Disney Plus for the seven ninety nine, or you can pay the ten ninety nine. Okay, and you have access to the vault where you can watch those shows or those those retired cartoons. Okay, you know anytime you want. I guarantee you they're going to do that, and to do it on purpose. They're going to give it open to everybody, right? So you sit down, you watch a movie, your kids love it. Oh, they love Moana, okay? Or they love the new, the new Frozen that's coming out. And they're like, oh, it's so great. And they're like, oh, well, it's getting retired in the vault. And then one day you turn on your, your service and you're like, oh, wait, what, what happened to Moana? Oh, they retired in the vault. What do you mean? I have the streaming service. Nope. You need the Disney Plus Plus, right? And then that's where you get the vault, the, where you can watch all the stuff. I guarantee you that's going to happen. Other stuff that's coming on the actual thing, The Mandalorian. It gets its own Disney Plus series. It's a Star Wars live action. Um, I've been waiting this for fucking two decades. Okay? I thought Netflix was going to do one, but Disney Plus, Disney's got me by the balls, let me tell you, okay? Because for $6.99... If I get to see The Mandalorian, I don't even care if it's a bad series. I'm going to watch it for the first series, the first season, and then tell you if it's good or bad. Okay? Live-action Star Wars, I'm all about it. Okay? And then I'll tell you at the end if it sucks or not, just like I did with the episodes 8 and 9. Or, oh, I'm sorry, 7 and 8. Um, So, The Mandalorian's coming out. All the Disney, all the Star Wars, all the Marvel movies... All Marvel, all Marvel uh, going forward from this point on. uh, Any of the new movies that come out only come out on Disney Plus. You're not getting it anywhere else, it's only going to be on Disney Plus. Star Wars films from zooming over to uh, Disney Plus. So, The Galaxy Far, Far Away has landed on Disney Plus. Lucasfilms presented Kathleen Kennedy's told investors of the original Star Wars trilogy as well as the prequels. Star Wars, Force Awakens, and Rogue One will be all on the service on day one. Of, of the things, so they have a huge backlog of stuff that they can do. Other films such as Star Wars: The Last Jedi and Solo will pop up on Disney Plus in the first year. That's uh, interesting, since it indicates that Disney's likely bought back the rights to show the films, and they had been owned by CNN partner tu- uh, Turner, which is now, along with the parent uh, Warner Media, owned by AT and T. Marvel heroes are getting a ton of original shows on Disney Plus. So we're getting WandaVision. I don't know what that is. A series will star Vision and Scarlet Witch. Oh, there you go. So they're getting their own. Now it's the characters from the actual movie. It's not a recast. Okay. It's the characters from the actual movie coming over to do the actual shows, which I like. I love when they do stuff like that. Falcon and Winter Soldier are getting their own. Loki is getting his own series. And then it says, what if this is a Marvel most interesting show announcement? What if will be in an animated series LB will wonder what life would be uh, like if things went different ways. For instance, uh, said that the first episode will show. We'll ask what would happen if Steve Rogers never became Captain America. So they're they're having a whole what if speculation type show.
1: That's great. So like some kind of bizarro time, uh, uh, like
0: Twilight Zone stuff. I get you. Right. Woody, Woody, Buzz, and uh, Forky are heading to Disney Plus. If you want to take a part of the Woody and Buzz adventures, Disney Plus has you covered. I'm telling you, man, Disney's got me by the balls. Okay, I I, everything that Disney owns, I like. Okay, they got me by the balls. It's like EA. Okay, it's just like EA. So not me. I've
1: I've I've disconnected.
0: So Disney Animated Classics will be available on day one. Disney's was built on animation, so Disney Plus. For years, Disney's famously kept many of the animated hits in the Disney Vault. Here it is, but now they'll have a home on Disney Plus. Okay, I'm telling you, they're putting them on Disney Plus for the start, and I guarantee you, that's just a you want a little sample. Here it is, right? And then, as soon as they put it in the vault, bam! I'm
1: not, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you understand this premise, Mike. But I know how much money I make a month and how much money I can spend a month. And so just because everybody keeps coming out with new service models for me to uh, enjoy or make benefits from, like you only have so much money. Like if I pay a cable bill, right, how many more cable bills am I going to pay for the sake of entertainment?
0: Right, right.
1: Like what are you guys talking about? Like when when does the actual number appear in your brain when you're like, well, originally— I paid $125 a month for my cable stuff, everything included, internet, whatever else. Now, with Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and EA Origins Access and Game Pass and all, and all of a sudden, now I'm paying $500 something dollars a month because I need to be entertained. Like this, like this, this blind. People are so inept that they can't realize that they are spending more money than they ever did before. But they believe in their mind that they have to because I, well, these are the the stuff that I watch. When meanwhile it was under one price, watch whatever you want. Now everybody's got their own thing. So you have to pay each individual thing. I don't understand how you guys figure this out. How do you guys actually function on a day to day basis? So these are the same people that if I come, if I approach you on the street and I ask you for 10 bucks and they say, I don't don't, don't have $10, you homeless freak yeah But if I told them that if they gave me ten dollars, I'd be able to show them all the magical shows for the next month, and right. they would just hand me ten dollars right right i I don't how understand works. how people don't see it like how much more disposable income do you have right The average gamer only buys three games a year well, now there's eighteen services. Okay, so... <laughs>
0: so th- now I'm buying nine games a year. So now I'm
1: buying nine games right. a year. So i am had games more money than you knew, or you just didn't know how to spend the money. Right. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, my, my brain doesn't function that way. I, I'm, I'm happy to see that for their business model to turn, work... It's all turning into Vegas, there, baby. There is a giant line of masses waiting to hand over money for an mm. alleged
0: entertainment thing. I get it. So, so Fox, no, th- they're still coming into theaters. But once they come out of theaters... They'll only air, the only air they only go to their service, <laughs> right? So, so only Disney films. You won't see any Disney films on Netflix anymore. Anything after 2019, all Disney films. So everything that comes out this year, the new Lion King, Dumbo, uh, Aladdin, all these new movies, all Star Wars, all Marvel, you gotta, you gotta, all you gotta of gotta it. Buy, you gotta buy the Disney Channel if you want to watch any of those movies. If you don't go to the theater, the only place you can watch them is going to be the Disney Plus. You can't purchase a Blu-ray.
1: I mean, I'm sure they'll. Well, no, wait. That's that's the best part of Fox. And and by the way, this is just pure speculation. But I'm usually right that there won't be any more Blu-rays because they're not going to sell discs. You can only buy them right. if you have a membership well, with right the now, Disney Channel. Right then now, you can Fo- purchase
0: them there. Right now, Fox, do you do you want to buy stuff that's on Netflix? Like these are now going to be like the show, like Mandalorian and stuff like that, is original content. It's just like the Netflix original content. You, right, you no can't buy deals. those on DVD. You can only get them if you get the service. You can't watch Game of Thrones unless you own HBO, right? Unless you're stealing it from somebody else, right? Someone has an account, that gave you your password, it's still stealing. But if you don't have HBO, you can't watch Game of Thrones. You can buy the box set for $100 or whatever it is when it comes out on DVD. That's different. I'm sure you can still get the DVDs and Blu-rays, but I'm telling you, that's gonna go out the window. Why, why would someone buy a $24 disc? Okay, is that what Blu-rays costs still? About $20, $24? Right? 20, why would you pay $20, $24 for one movie when you could pay seven bucks a month and get unlimited watches of all the movies that are on the platform? Right? Think, think about how much content is going to be on the Disney on the Disney platform, on day one. On day one, you're going to have all of Star Wars. Anything that Star Wars owns, they're going to be there day one. Anything Marvel owns, it'll be there day one. It's crazy. Right? 30 seasons of Simpsons, day one. They own Fox now. Okay? They own they own you, Fox. Right? They own Fox and Family Guy, Simpsons. Uh, Anything that they... Any, any Marvel, Star Wars, anything, any IP, they own every single major IP in the industry will be on their platform day one. So it's a big sell, seven bucks. I, wouldn't, I would assume that a lot of people would stop watching Netflix because there's some Disney stuff on there that I know our kid watches a lot of Disney shows on there. But
1: that's why, but that's not, that's why Netflix is pushing hard for their own, their own shows oh, now. Oh, that's so.
0: why they're doing original content. Yeah, but they also dropped Daredevil, uh, um, Jones, Luke Cage, Punisher—all the Marvel ones—they stop. They stop making them now. I don't know if they're gonna remake those over at Disney Plus with their original content. I don't think they are. I think they just ended it, and they're gonna start making like the other Marvel characters now with the original content over on Disney Plus. Right. Anyway, so that's that's the whole thing. It comes out in November. Here, here's a stat for you. Disney films have made thirty-seven billion dollars since 2006. Okay? For all the films since 2006. So we're talking 13 years, 37 billion dollars. Okay? Uh it says it also released 44 films since 2006 and those films have grossed 37 billion. It's an average of 850 million per movie. That's crazy. Each movie is almost making 1 billion dollars itself. Think about that. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. And mind you, uh, Avengers will probably be the largest movie ever made, like uh, grossed. I think it, it it'll come really damn close to beating Avatar.
1: You want well? You, you want to know what I also believe? I believe that after the End Game movie comes out, I believe there's going to be a decline in Marvel movies because people are going to be burnt out.
0: Um, I agree with that because they waited the ten years to see the thing, and and you know they're just going to. It's like a reboot, right? Phase four or phase five is coming through. It doesn't
1: matter though. People at that point will be burnt right. It's out. going to be
0: the pinnacle. This is gonna be the max profit they'll oversee, and then it'll 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 go decline. Then it'll come back up and kind of just like plateau, kind of.
1: But I, I don't well. think it'll ever. Uh, no, I, think I, this I don't is, think. This, I, I don't think that they have any more actual original ideas other than trying to turn every Marvel character they have into their own show or movie. That's all they got. Nobody's coming out with anything anything special, right? So at this point. You want to call it superhero fatigue or whatever you want to call it, but everyone's waiting for this movie, and then after this
0: movie, things are going to calm down a little bit. See, here we go. We just had an example of your mom right in chat. Ready? Duplass said Netflix produced shows are crap. That's it. That's the your mom.
1: Yeah, but to be def- to, to defend Duplass, though, if you scroll up a little ways, he said he was going to be wearing the your mom hat.
0: Right, right. No, I, I got you. But th- that's just it, though. He said... Your mom in chat, basically, right? And of course, chat's like, well, no, I disagree with you. Uh, Netflix shows our are, are, are original content. I like, but there's 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 the whole conversation we had 20 minutes ago, right? In a, in a short segment, right there, just in our chat. Okay, I like this. This is crap. There's no rebuttal or anything as far as why it's crap. It's just his opinion is it's crap. Their opinion is they they like it, and that is the problem. With society as a whole, just your mom. No, mo- no, mom. mostly,
1: no, mostly just on social media. Well, no, no that's because what I'm if, saying. If, yeah, social if, because media. Because if you say if you say that to somebody, oh, no, you person, can't say that in person. Right. If you say right. something like that in person, the right. person who you're saying that to will actually like, well, please defend your point. Exactly. Please why? Why do you think it's crap?
0: Why do you right. think it's crap?
1: You can't just scream right. out your mom and walk away. Right. That's your mom. Right. It's not going to work in in real life. Peace so out. So I'm leaving. You get, you get punched in the face if that happens.
0: Right. Someone's eating a burger, and in the in the, in the this guy comes over, grabs his burger, and goes, "This is crap!" and slams it. Says, "Your mom!" and then walks out. And you're like,
1: yeah, "That would be the, the reality. That would be the reality. The reality of what media.
0: the social media yeah. is. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh,
0: it doesn't matter it, what your response is now, Duplis. The just, the, the the answer, a, the answer that you put in the thing was just our it was crap. It was, it was perfect. I'm not making fun of you. No, it's perfect. You literally perfect. made our point just by doing that. Okay, the next story, I didn't really read too much of this. I I read it more for the headline. I didn't know if this was a joke. I didn't know if this was a clickbait. Yeah, Did so you told clickbait? me about this. I didn't read too much about it. So it says, millionaire wants to hold a 100-person battle royale event on a private island. Is this meaning he wants to murder people, okay, so, like actual murdering okay, so, people?
1: Okay, the the discussion was originally – that he's an insane person who was gonna do like a real battle royale, like last man standing, like for real.
0: Or they using nerf like, guns, like,
1: like like children of the corn. Type oh, I see of the, this. Like compete like with airsoft guns, like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What what it really came down to is airsoft guns over a 24 hour, 72 hour period, like paintball guns and that kind of thing. See, I personally, I listen. I personally think that. We should use prisoners, and it should be actually to the death.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah, like, death, like <laughs> they have away. to be on
0: death row. Well,
1: yeah, they, they, if they win, they get the prize money. They get to go freeze, That type right. of stuff.
0: Right? No, no, right. I get it. What I'm saying is, the contestants have to be on death like row, the,
1: like Death Race, like Death Race 2000. You can't, same you, kind can't
0: of you can't, just be like in there for like pot charges, and then you're you're going on this no, island no, no, to defend like, yourself. The, like
1: the crazy people, like they were gonna die in jail anyway. Like that's that's what I thought this guy was doing. But really, what it is, everyone, calm down. Really what it is, is it, it's airsoft guns. They said airsoft guns. Now, I think it should be paintball guns. I really think it should be paintball guns. But I, listen, I think... R- I real think guns. he
0: says real but, guns.
1: Right? I, I, would think, I would think that this would be a very watchable thing considering the amount of crap in reality
0: TV that we have. Oh, yeah.
1: I think a last man standing 24-7 game would be actually hilarious to watch.
0: It, well, that's just Hunger Games. That's just... That's right. what it is. Yeah.
1: But but didn't we talk about this? How yes. close... How close to the actual dystopian future are we? The answer is 18 months. That's, <laughs> that's exactly how long uh, we're right. to dystopian future. Because if 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 somebody has enough money that they want to put a hundred people on a deserted island to do a real
0: live, he wants entertainment. Way out, he wants right? entertainment.
1: Right. He's going to fund it. But he like, also he, wants to make got, a profit. He's got money to burn. Right. Like, I'm not going to tell him no. No, no, he's got I just think it's hilarious. Yeah, but he,
0: he's he, he's a millionaire. And he's like, How can I make money off of this? Oh, he'll televise sponsorships. Sure. Come on. Come on. You know this would be this would work. This would work if, 100% if, Pay-per-view. It's, 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 Hold it's on.
1: Wrestling, if wrestling and NASCAR have the numbers that they do, there's no reason why Battle Royale in real life wouldn't have the same
0: numbers. No, what I'm saying is, if this became a reality where some mega millionaire was like Exactly, right, exactly. pay-per-view. One hundred percent, right? Oh pa- yeah, pay per view. view for sure. Get this now. Ready for this? Are you ready? Then you pay tickets. You can put the VR headset on,
1: and you're one of the guys.
0: And you're one of the fucking guys. Woo! You get POV of oh one of the my guys.
1: God, dude, can you imagine? Right? Can, Everyone can, gets to pick the guy that they want yeah, to follow. You could
0: change cameras and stuff like that, right? Right. And if your guy wins, you win. Right. You could place bets. Right? right. You can stay on your camera. Oh, oh bro. it's like betting on horses. Right? It's like American Gladiators. You're, like, in it. Oh, my God. Then, then... Everybody
1: bets before the game starts, and you... The VR
0: goggles that you're wearing, you're picking your guy. Best best thing. Ready? Your guy's wearing a vest where it has the camera and stuff on it, and it has health on it. And when you get shot, you only can get... So it's like a live video game. Okay? The people that are watching can pay to give them health.
1: Oh, bro! Bro! Billion-dollar idea, bro. Right? Right? Because you're banned to keep your guy alive. Right. Right? Right. Oh, but we're not, we're not using real money. We're it's, using... We're, we're using battle action.
0: royale tokens.
1: Yeah, battle royale tokens. That's it. Absolutely. Right. Oh, my God, bro. This is the shit right now. I'm telling now. you right now. Do you feel this? This th- is this real. Is, this is happening. This is real. This is happening. Keep your guy alive. People fund to keep their guy yeah. alive. Yeah. Oh, my God. You get,
0: you get... Get this. Get this. Ready? Think how much. how much money this can fucking make think how much money this can make right you spend a million dollars to get this put together right you you put the vr headsets on the guy they have the cameras you you can watch vr headsets and you pay an extra premium pay-per-view event people can get money right they get eliminated okay there's sponsorships on each of the characters so like sarge mcclucky's uh He's ten people left in the in the in the battle royale. He's sponsored by Toyota cars, Toyota cars and trucks. Uh, don't 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 like you see what I'm saying? And they're like they're like oh he's down to one health bar left. Oh my god, brainchild, brainchild just came in and gave him a health pack. He's back in this game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's amazing. You could yeah, do this. By,
1: but, but by the way, the health packs don't cost like a buck fifty. It'd be like a hundred and fifty.
0: Oh whatever. Right? right, it's
1: not going to be five. And the donation, for this. each
0: donation, if you help out, if you help right. out one every, of the battle Royale contenders, every ten percent, ten percent goes to your local charity. He
1: gets a health boost. Right. right, right. So you're nickel and diming to boost up the money, and then when he, when the money hits a certain point, then he gets a health yeah. back. It's not yeah. based on individual. Oh no, no, bro, you're thinking too small. Uh oh. Yeah.
0: We just had a charity. We just had Toyota trucks bringing a supply drop. Here it comes. Do 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 do. Hits the ground. Toyota's a. Big fucking! Oh, I'm telling you, man, this is genius. This is fucking genius. Yeah,
1: it's, it's basically running man.
0: Whatever, right? Whatever, life becomes art. Art becomes life. I'm That's telling it. you. But how badass would that be if you could watch live? You could watch hundred different camera angles.
1: Yeah, but we but we discussed this already, right? Oh, definitely. Virtual, reality, virtual reality is not about no. Playing it's a game, about an experience initially. Initially, right? Until the graphics get better, what virtual reality will be is. Front row at a concert. 50-yard line tickets at a football game, right? High yep. definition, I'm at a concert. High definition, I'm at the sport. I got floor seats for the Knicks. I'm on the floor watching. Just remember I
0: said all of this stuff. So when all these people become millionaires and you're publicly trading companies, a small little white man on a podcast that 13 people are watching for four years, okay? Set it first.
1: We got ideas, bro. We got ideas.
0: Set it first. <laughs>
1: I, i'm excited just thinking about it i hope he does it i hope he gets I, backers
0: i honestly i'm okay if it's airsoft or if it's real people with real guns i, I honestly it doesn't affect me in any way shape or form if they're on a de- deserted island right and they're like you said if they're prisoners on the death row they're like well you can go free but you have to go on this island and it's every man for themselves if, if you I'm survive sure,
1: i'm sure that well, well first you, you'll get the protesting and then when they see the revenue generated, and all the revenue goes according to them you'll to have, the homelessness, you'll have some to the home, to the homelessness. Then everyone will be like, "Oh, well, well it's for the homeless. We're going to kill ninety nine people, but it's for the homeless, so it's okay."
0: So, so <laughs> you'll have some nut jobs that are like want to be in this. They'll they'll do a crime just to get into prison on death row, just so they can enter the, the event. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, Woo. right. That's going to be some that's going to be some stuff, man.
0: That's that's crazy. Okay. Next next topic I want to talk about Fallout 76. We're not talking about how crappy the game was. We're talking about No, no, no is. Well, keep going. Is was whatever. Is. Okay, repair kits added to Fallout 76 and microtransactions are tied to unlock them. What do you what do you think about this, Sarge?
1: I I think you should talk to chat on this one cuz I'm going to get angry even talking about this.
0: Chat, what do you feel? Okay, okay, let me read this for for you first. It says now that as repair kits a long request item for the game, though they can be earned in game, it seems as the easiest way to unlock them is VI real world money. The kits are designed to repair weapons and armor without needing to waste resources. Repair kits are new utility item, and they will be helped to spend more time looting and shooting and less time toiling away with a workbench fixing your gear. Bethesda wrote the last Inside the Vlog post. We've received lots of requests for repair kits. I love how they do this spin. I just love how they do this, this spin, right? We're, we're only doing what you guys asked for. We've right. at, you guys asked for repair kits, so we're excited. We're bringing them to you, and we're adding them into patch number 8. Okay? And you can buy them for real money. If you don't want to spend real money, you can get them in-game by earning them through doing in-game stuff. But you guys asked for it, we didn't do this because we thought of it. We're doing right. it because you guys asked You're for repair th- kits. Right. right. Okay, right. so, chat, what do you think? Repair kits, because your time is too valuable, you can only put 100 hours in a week to Fallout 76, and you don't but have time. Hours. You don't have time to repair your guns. You, you don't have time. You only have 100 hours to play, right? Because the people that are playing are, are are putting some time in right now. Okay. So you only... Let's just say 40. You only have 40 hours to put in a week. You don't have time to fix your guns. You need a med kit or a repair kit to fix your thing, okay? So Patch 8 adds two types of repair kits, basic and improved. Now, basic kits are single-use and repairs any item to 100% condition. You'll be able to unlock them in the game Atomic Shop with Atoms, Fallout 76 microtransactions that can be bought with real money or earned by completing challenges. Improved kits are also single-use, but they... Uh, But they repair a single item to 150%, right? So you can even go above 100%, right? You can go to 150%, right? My arm, you ever hear the expression? My arm is back to 150%. No, I've never heard that expression before. I've only heard 100%. Anyway, 150% condition, allowing them to last much longer. How much longer? 50%. 50% longer than 100%, isn't it? 50 more percent, right? No,
1: that's that's also called in the in the in the wild world of the west here. That's also called pay to win.
0: Right. The improved repair kits can only be earned for completing in-game content such as defeating uh the Scorch Beast Queen. Well, that's easy. So when you have your dupe dupe gun, okay, and it's the massive gun that you can use one shot a fucking queen, what's the difference? Just go go shoot that. And, and start collecting repair kits and then charging people for them. Can't you – I don't know. Can you trade? I'm assuming you can trade because you're making trading posts. So how is this going to work in the economy? Has anyone thought of this through?
1: I, I don't think much about 76 anymore because to me it's like the raging dumpster tire fire in New Jersey. It always burns and never goes out, and it smells awful. Okay? That's what it is. I, what I want to meet is I want to meet the guy that they hired that sits in a room and thinks this shit up, right? Because it's not, it's not a group of guys conglomerating together. Ted. Somebody's in charge. They said, we're bringing you on board. We're bringing you on board. We want to see what you can do for us to keep this game alive with microtransactions. Right. I want to meet that guy. And then I want to introduce his children to drugs. But not right away. You know, a Slowly. little, bit at a, time. It's a, little Slowly. a little, a little bit at yeah. a time. Yeah, I want to make sure he tries a little bit of pot and then maybe some hallucinogens. You know, a little bit at a time.
0: It's Ted, I'm telling you. Just
1: to see, just to see how it works.
0: Let's go, let's go live into Bethesda right now and see what Ted's doing. Uh, uh hey, uh, we need a, I, an idea to charge more microtransactions. Who, any, any ideas? Uh, yes, Ted, Ted, go ahead. Uh, yeah, what about if we spin it and we say uh, people it's have been asking idea. for repair kits, so why don't we say we. I know you guys have been asking for repair kits, so we, we give them to you, and now we'll charge them for them because th- we'll take a fee, right? That's a great idea, Ted. We're, we're going to promote you to lead, to lead lead microtransaction douchebag. All right, sweet. Is that a promotion in, in pay? No, but you do get one penny for each microtransaction I, that is spent.
1: What, what, I, what I really appreciate is the, is the bold-faced lie, and the, 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 basically the company is like a politician now. They said, "No pay to win, right to your face, right, so pay and to then win they came out, and then they came out with the 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 biggest pay to win thing ever, and then called it like we did it, right, and so it's our idea for the pay to win, like I like how they spun it right and meanwhile, understand this now, Todd never admitted not one time all he said was during that during that pax east thing all he said was well, we have a really big community of players now. And I'm like, no, you don't have a really big community of players. What you did was is you sold your game to everyone who bought something else. And you count that as people actually playing the game, which they are not. Like if I bought a controller, I got Fallout 76 with my controller. Anything to get the game out of the store – if you remember the right. stories during December January okay where anybody who bought anything inside of a GameStop or any electronics store got a copy of Fallout 76 like if I bought the bundle pack for Fallout 76 I got an additional copy of Fallout 76 right. like they were just right. trying to shove it out the Two door 2 for 1 right so now you're going to say you're going to say well well we we sold so many copies got this great we got this great community well I'm happy you think you've got a great community Okay. However, you don't own the bullshit that you created. Right. Not once. Not once did they own it. They don't own anything. They don't own their their
0: their dumpster fire. They don't own anything. They just talk around it. They don't own anything. Just like you don't own anything either. You don't own the game. You don't own the microtransactions you know, you don't, or anything. Is.
1: Responsibility. Like they don't own it. They own zero. They they <clears> believe <throat> that the game is successful. Now I don't know what your what your take is, but I'll, I'll I'm going to use developers speak 101 against them, okay? So if Fallout 76 is doing very well based on the numbers that they're talking about, okay, then that means that the rest of the game companies who do those numbers and less should be very successful. But according right. to EA, every time they come out with a game, it's not, it's not reaching its potential. Right, everything they come out with is not reaching its potential. But Bethesda's games at the same level are doing absolutely fine. So, what what's the baseline for successful, not successful? Right, is
0: it's the is eye of
1: Copies is a million copies successful? Is eight million copies? I think not successful. See, that's what I'm trying to figure out. If eight million copies or seven point three million copies for EA's game for Battlefield Five is not successful. But the two million copies of of Fallout seventy six is very successful. I'm confused. Are we not talking if, about the same dollar amounts? If you it's sixty dollars a game, well, right? Well, it all
0: depends if you're a AAA company or not. But they're both AAA companies. No, I know, but I would say a million to two million copies is a very successful game. I know we don't look at that as a, as is the. No, uh,
1: so I know what a successful game is based on
0: based on production. Right. And course. then, well, no, what I'm saying is. If they sell 2 million copies, and then when it all comes said and done, they only have about 300,000 people playing their game every day like concurrently, that's, just, that's a successful game.
1: Well, it's successful because if it's a gas service, then they know they're making residual, residual yeah. money based on that 300,000 yeah, people. Yeah, right. right. I'm talking about just straight sales. I'm talking about just straight sales.
0: All right, so going from that, next topic I want to talk about is Jason Schreier did another, another article. Right about Dragon's Age Origins Four, okay. No,
1: just Dragon Age Four, not Origins.
0: Sorry, Dragon no, Age Dragon. Four. I, I, yeah, Dragon Age Four. So now, if you remember the Anthem article, the devs were like, when they were working on Dragon Age Three, they wanted it to fail because they didn't want to keep working the way they were working as they did through Anthem, right?
1: The one game of the year, which, set, which 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 set the wrong precedent. Right,
0: right. So. Now, they rebooted this game. Okay, I'm going to read a couple paragraphs here from Jason Schreier. In December 2018, developer BioWare teased the next Dragon Age game, hinting that the mysterious future of the popular fantasy series, one that's uh, existing, uh, but seems very far away. why more of the four years of Dragon Age Inquisition and Dragon Age 4 still so early in development, the answer is complicated and reflecting BioWare's turbulence over the past decade. Last week, we published a lightly investigated in how they did it with Anthem. The new loot shooter from the beloved game studio went so awry. While reporting on this story, then in the days that followed, I learned a lot more about the current state of Dragon Age, one of Bioware's two 10-pulse uh, franchises, alongside Mass Effect, which was put, off, uh, put on ice in 2017, following disappointed Mass Effect Andromeda. But since then, been warmed, uh, warmed back up, and I heard more about it, the first version of Dragon Age 4, which was rebooted, in October of 2017, the current version, which is now in development at Bioware's office in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Okay, now before I continue reading, remember that E3 in 2017 June is when they showed Anthem, and that's when the light bulb went off. That that's that the game. game was,
1: that game wasn't created yet. Cr-
0: no, no, Dragon Age was created.
1: No, 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 not Dragon Age. I'm talking about Anthem. No, no, right. At, at that point. It wasn't
0: created yet, okay? And when they showed that trailer, they were like, that's the game we're making, and they started working on it. October, just a couple months later, is when they decided to reboot Dragon Age with the Anthem coding, okay? So they're taking, and now in this article, it's, it says that they're taking Anthem, exactly what Anthem is, and then making it into Dragon Age. So just think Anthem with well, dragons. They're using the code. They're using, the code. They're using the code. Yes. Okay. So they just rebooted it. So if Dragon Age comes out next year or whatever, they're reworking the whole system that they had with Dragon Age from the other th- three in the series.
1: Yeah, but what, what, what's meaningful about this article, you should really link the article. Link the article to the, to the, to the chat. What's interesting about the article is they state earlier in the article that what they had in mind for what Dragon Age was supposed to be was something along oh, the lines yeah. of a storytelling, like Mass Effect type of was thing, be, was where be- your decisions mattered. Now they flip-flopped and went right back to a games-as-a-service <clears throat> model, like immediately.
0: Right. Well, there was. there's supposed to be... Here it says that the... Um, between storytelling and live service. Now, if you guys remember what I talked about I want to say in the beginning of the year, about January, okay, this year, I said the reason, and this was my off-the-cuff just talk of what EA's service of Origins Premier was, okay? I said that they were going to make shittier games, okay, and then release them over the year so they could charge you a monthly fee for the Origins Premiere. I said this is what people are not talking about, right? Everyone's talking about this game sucks, this game's uh, got microtransactions in it. And then they shifted. And I said, they shifted. They don't they're okay with the microtransactions being out of their game, right? They just got their hand caught in the cookie jar. Now they're gonna do something else. And I said, this is what they're doing, right? So they're taking games and they're breaking them down to the bare sense of We have an we have a concept for a game. Can we keep them engaged? Right. We have a concept Can of a game. Can we keep them engaged? Let's let's have a core game, because Anthem's core is very good, right? But it shows itself after a couple hours in which means you can't get your money back if you bought it, but if you get the service, right? You're it's, just like, only,
1: it's, it's only 10 bucks a
0: month. Right, it's only 10 bucks a month, and you're like, I can play other games. And, this, I can if, pl-
1: and I can play all the incomplete games right, I want. All the waiting, incomplete games. Waiting for them to be completed.
0: So here we go, right? Anthem was rebooted. Anthem was rebooted. Dragons was rebooted. They So let's think of the, the lineup they have on EA right now, right? They have, well, The Sims, right? Sims is constantly getting updated and, and, and different things, right? Constant expansion packs. You got Madden. Every year is the same game, but they have new new uh, uh, rosters. FIFA is the same way, right? Incomplete, just kind of... Well, it's a complete game, but it's constantly always evolving, right? Then you have Battlefront 1, Battlefront 2, constantly updating over the years as they add content. Battlefield 1, Battlefield 5, Okay. Games that are still out, that are still adding stuff to but you have to wait multiple times over and over. They just keep releasing games. Anthem, right? Anthem's released. It's on to Origins Premiere. It's not a complete game. You can get it over time, over time. Now you have Age, uh, a Dragon Age 4 coming out. When it comes out, whenever it comes out, it's not going to be a complete game. It'll be a fun game. No one's, no one's saying that. If you're a fan of the series, you'll probably get it. Here's where I'm out. EA's doing nothing, nothing. But games is live service, and you have to stay away from that, okay? When it says live service or gas game, that means your game will be complete two years from when it releases. You'll have the full game two years once it releases, right? January 1st, 2020. January 1st of 2022 is when you actually will have a full full game to come to and go, hey, wow, this is a really good game. But save yourself two hundred and forty dollars, okay, or two hundred and eighty dollars, whatever the hell it is. That's that's the problem. No one's no one's looking at this this thing. They're all blinded by well, this is a live service game service. Oh, they're they're doing just uh not service of it they're just not doing what games are supposed to they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do right they're making yeah. these games which they're...
1: makes which makes the origin thing seem like a better deal absolutely i don't want i don't want to buy crappy games but if i give them fifteen dollars a month I'm not buying a crappy game i'm buying the service that eventually the game will
0: be good right right genius it's 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 absolutely it is genius it's it is genius it's sad though that this is coming out that Games like this, especially like an RPG like Dragon Age, where now it's not anymore, right? It's it's just not going to be the same game. None of these games are going to be the same anymore because they're all making them. EA's made that switch. They made that switch when Battlefront. Uh, what year did Battlefront two One. come out? No, no, Battlefront oh, two. two come out two thousand seventeen, right? <clears throat> the travesty. The yeah, travesty two thousand seventeen.
1: The travesty was two thousand
0: seventeen.
1: Christmas seventeen, I think. November Wasn't of two
0: thousand, uh, October of two thousand seventeen. That's that's when they let me just make sure on that. I'm pretty I'm pretty or sure. It, or was it 16? No, no. That's that's the. Um, it, it was 15 and 17. I'm I'm pretty sure. Star Wars, Battlefront uh, two release. Yeah, November 17, 2017. So, <clears throat> that's when the shift happened. When the microtransactions fell out from them, they were like, "How do we shift everything?" Live service, live service, live service. Everything live service, right? Get them to make microtransactions of of, of stuff over the thing. Give them a give them a complete game, complete game, uh, enough to hold them over, and then and then get it and then sell them. Right. It's it's a sad it's a sad day uh, for that. So that's all I really have to say about Dragon Age. The, the, the article I fought, I felt was kick them while they're down type of thing i it's get not, it but it's not kicking them all no, i know i the, know the
1: the basis of ea i understand that was bioware's fault, but the basis of ea is frostbite engine games as a service across the board that's it games as a service frostbite engine across the board short and sweet get them in keep them engaged and sell them right that's what it keep is them back. Oh, it's not about it's we not have about a, making
0: we have a patch not
1: about a piece of art it's not about making a piece of art it's they are. I can't remember which YouTuber uh, said it this way, but they said that the thought process of the game is now build a core of engagement that locks them into the actual money, not build a game for the sake of the goodness of the game. Like, is the game great? Now I want to buy it. It's, is the game engage, does the game engage them enough to keep them there long enough to be, to be milked of the money is what it is. That's how they're constructing a game. Like Battlefront 2 was not constructed as a cool game. I'm sorry.
0: Right. All right. So going from that kind of service to the next service, Xbox Game Pass is constantly making it better for you to just get this Game Pass and stop. Here's another, Here's what I think about Game Pass. There's so many good games coming out of Game Pass. Don't ever buy new games when they come out. Just wait. Because they'll sell, play old games, don't pre-order new games, wait. Pay 10 bucks a month, and you'll have all these great hits coming out. So now, another game that's coming out, to, which is phenomenal, Xbox Game Pass is adding Monster Hunter World. That alone is worth the Game Pass alone. Okay? Fantastic game. Okay? And, really, it's 60 bucks because all the DLC from that game was free anyway. Okay? War, uh, Prey is coming out. Resident Evil 5. Uh, let me see what else is coming out. We got Life is Strange 2, Episode 2. All of them are coming out on there. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I can see. Xbox Game Pass subscription service launched in the summer of 2017. Microsoft promises a catalog of more than 100 titles for members to download and play. The service currently offers 224 titles for 10 bucks a month. And let me tell you, after this year, that 10 bucks is going to go up. It's going to go up to like 12 bucks. And why do I say this? Because I already said this. Months ago, okay, but here is a leaked, a leak, okay, rumored Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription would be combined Game Pass with Xbox Live Gold.
1: Gee, I remember hearing that somewhere. I remember hearing that
0: somewhere. Okay. Okay. So, monthly subscriptions could save money by bundling the two Xbox subscriptions, Okay. Xbox, uh, Microsoft is rumored to be working on a new subscription tier for Xbox Game Pass called Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Okay. Uh, that would bundle Xbox Live Gold as part of the service and the ultimate tier of Game Pass will reportedly be priced at 15 per month. There you go. There's the increase from 10 five extra dollars Okay. $5 premium on top of the standard $10 a month. Price. The Xbox Live Gold Xbox Game Pass bundle has long uh, as long been rumored, but on Friday, well-known Microsoft leaker ho- hoax, hoax, ho- hoaxed posted on Twitter that it is finally happening. Brand Sams of uh, later seconded the report with The Verge, reporting something similar. When reached the comment, Microsoft's spokesperson told Polygon, we do not comment on rumors or speculations, which means it's true. right it's, it's true by not saying it's like pleading the fifth.
1: Right. If, if it's something that was a lie, they would say no. Right. If they're not ready to talk about it, they say they don't comment.
0: Right. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate supposed uh, suppose pricing scheme would be substantially savings for monthly Xbox Gold subscribers. Gold subscribers cost $10 a month to month uh, basis, but the rumored pricing would match what it costs to subscribe to Game Pass monthly and get Xbox uh, Gold annual about $180 total. So it's $180. You're paying, you're paying for the you're paying for that and you're paying for the full full uh game pass for the year. Xbox owners can often get deals on annual and three month subscriptions to gold, making ultimate more savings if you're going to month to month to prefer a bit of convenience. The new Xbox pass tier supposedly slated to hit alongside the new model of Xbox One S that ditches the optical disc drive and is geared towards streaming the downloading the discless Xbox One model. Hmm. Where did Interesting, I? Interesting, isn't it? Where did I? Where did I hear that? Interesting. I, 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 don't know. I know I'm stroking my own my own back here, okay. But uh, patting myself on the back. But I said all of this stuff with no rumors ever given to me by anybody. By me just looking at what the industry is doing and what technology is doing, okay. And this, my friends, is what you get. So then next week. Is the Xbox uh, monthly thing that they do? I'm I'm assuming, I'm assuming that they're going to announce the new Xboxes then, okay? Because they well, said something—
1: they might hint, they might hint them, right? Well, no,
0: no, I think their next their next live stream, I think they're going to announce the new S's and X's out, okay? Because they said in they were going to come out, they were going to announce them in April, and then it was going to be released in May. So I'm assuming that's going to happen. And I guarantee you the Let's drive one will have a package deal. Two weeks ago, we talked about it. I said, oh, I guess they're not doing the package deal. They're only going to do like a, a month deal. But nope, here it comes. I think you're going to get the the new Xbox with no disc packaged with the Xbox Game Pass and the, and, and the, and the gold subscription, right? They'll give you that maybe like half off, for 20% year, off, 50% year, off, something, right? right, right. Probably, Probably for a year, right? And I make all these speculations with no credibility. Literally just looking at what the trends are in the, in the world and what happens for just playing video games. So that's happening. Uh, what else is here? We already talked about that. Oh, something uh, on, a smaller, on a smaller occasion. I've been playing this game called Albion Online off and on for... I is wanna... that
1: based off the Fable franchise?
0: No, no, no. It's not, it has nothing to do with Fable. The Albion
1: that's, Albion isn't the fictional world from Fable
0: Albion isn't in, in Fable, but this is a complete game. It's a it's a uh, PC slash phone slash tablet game. OK, it's a massive, massive MMO with guild factions. It's like three quarter down. You can get zoom in and zoom out and stuff like that. The art style is very nice. I like it. Um, I've been playing it f- for about four years. I was a Kickstarter on it. And the only reason I got it and got in on Kickstarter is cuz I like playing real games uh on my on my tablet and there's not many of them. So when I used to travel when I when I saw this back on Kickstarter I I was traveling a lot. So I I I bought it on Kickstarter to fund them and I I got the I play on my iPad in bed and stuff like that. It's a it's a, a point and shoot, you know, not a point and shoot, sorry. Point and move, click and move. So if you have a mouse on the PC, you click somewhere your guy moves there, right? It's it's sort of like uh what's the other other games that are like that
1: well the, uh, uh, well, the uh, rpgs are like that
0: uh torchlight torchlights like that as well right so Albion online though you can craft your armor and build and gather resources and build factions and there's there's just so much you can do anyway uh it's going free to play it's going free to play now which is phenomenal so which means they're probably doing uh microtransactions in there now which is fine whatever it's a grindy game. It's probably going to be more grindy. But this is that game I showed you the skill tree. The skill oh, tree the is ridiculous. The ridiculous skill tree, yeah, that's what this is. So, um, so yeah, so that's coming out. That's just a uh, small little news there. Uh, another little news: Kutaku is being bought out. Kutaku and other Gizmodo brands sold to a company called Great Hill Partners to become now G slash O media. Um I know some people are speculating they they got bought out because of the article that Jason Schreier wrote and stuff like that and they don't want to I it don't just know.
1: it it just seems to me that when journalists actually crack stories about real things that somebody always seems to want to buy them out. And I just think it's the silence. It's it's the silence. The truth is what it looks like to me. Well, let's— because everybody else is in. Everybody else's articles and from all these other companies, they don't. They're not doing really well, but they don't get picked up. I it, guess only the ones where they're where they're where they're talking the reality of, of of games journalism that is interesting to purchase.
0: So this is this is who Great Hill Partner is. Uh, they had stake in Electronic Gaming Monthly and OneUp.com, both of which shut down under their watch. And then they also had partial ownership of IGN from two thousand three to two thousand five, and then invested in IGN's partner company Ziff Davis from two thousand ten to two thousand twelve. So they've they've had their hands in this industry for a while. Now, Kotaku is not the greatest source. Uh, no,
1: not all journalism. No, not no, all not all writers are good journalists.
0: No, 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 right. But the publication of Kotaku itself. There's a lot of shit writers on there. The, the one only shining stone out of there is Jason Schreier with his investigative reporting in the gaming industry. The other ones, we're, we had this conversation earlier, the other ones are the like YouTubers slash streamers that just say something and there's no fact behind it. They just make blanket statements and their articles are literal utter shit, right? Like, they shouldn't be published. They shouldn't be published, and that's why they're on Kotaku, right? Jason Schreier, on the other hand, has got some really good articles.
1: I mean, no, listen, everybody has everybody has their their moments in time, up and down, right? But as far as more citing on more of the citing on the good side of what journalism is supposed to be, he does a good job.
0: Oh, absolutely. And now, Dupless is is Kotaku worse than Polygon though? I believe so. If you you read, probably don't you got, read You gotta read
1: a lot of them though. You, Just keep reading.
0: Yeah, you probably don't read anything from Kotaku unless it's from uh Jason Schreier. And the only reason you know about Jason Schreier is because he's done one after another after another and they've all been
1: really good exposes, really good expose's
0: yep. of it and they've all come fruition, right? Like you're like, ah, oh, why did Bungie do this and then he exposed it? Oh, why did I have to do and he exposed it. He's done major things like this, and that's why he's a credible source now. So when you look at it you're assuming that I know how to read, yeah. Oh, well, we're giving you the benefit so, of the doubt. So what I'm saying okay. is, if you read some other articles, okay, I read a lot of, I read a lot of articles from Kotaku, Polygon, uh, GameSpot. Eighty percent of all these articles I read, they're shit, and that's why I don't take their, I don't take their articles and quote them word for word. What I do is I read the articles and then I kind of put my own kind of spin on it for the show because a lot of them have a biased towards certain things or or one side of the other. And as a journalist, you shouldn't be that way. You should just give the news for what the news is. So, um, I don't think this is any kind of big deal. Honestly. Um, Kotaku doesn't even update, even update their article, like their website weekly. Sometimes they're, they're so behind times on certain things. Uh, did you see Paul Tassi's new article on Destiny? I did not. I did not. I would love to get Paul Tassi on here. I know we had him on the Rages Round table. I would like to to interview him. He's a really nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Alright, so we talked about the uh, we talked about that. We talked about that. Oh. Um, one of the other things, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh some ARC art Arc. Art leak ahead of announcement. Now, Star Wars celebration is is happening. Uh, real soon. 13th, I think it starts. So we're like two days away. I think it happens on this weekend.
1: So they're going to talk about it? They're going to show something? They're they supposed
0: gonna... to show it. Now, I don't know what they're going to show, but this is the poster that got leaked. I'm going to sh- bring it up on screen now. Uh, There it is. It's, uh, it says Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It looks like there's a Jedi and a robot on the side of a cliff and it looks like a Clone Wars destroyer, like Crash landed on the on an icy planet or not an icy planet sorry, on a on a mountainly planet in a river type stuff. It looks like snow but it's not. It's water.
1: You know, just 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 off the top of my head before you get into this, like when I think of Jedi Fallen order and the time frame that they're talking about, I would like it. I would like it to be one of those things where when the game starts that you like. I know I understand the the, the leak is supposed to be you're like a Padawan or learning to be a Jedi type of thing. You haven't been found out yet. And how you should get stronger as the game goes on, but in my mind, I think the entire game should be out to get you, right? And the only way that you survive—it's almost like a survival game—and the only way that you survive is you have to keep getting better at your powers as the game progresses. And then at certain points of the game, they put you in with other people, and you have to like do like a shared world thing. To, like stay that means alive. that'd be
0: a live service, Sarge. No, 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 no. Just, just,
1: just like an in and out thing. Not like forever. Like you get to a certain point, and like. You join forces, and then you go your separate ways into your own world again. I think that would be amazing. Amazing. Here's
0: what I think would be cool. This takes place between Episode 3 and Episode 4. That's 30 years, right? No, yeah. 18. 18 years. 18 years. Yeah, yeah,
1: 18 years because years. Born, yes.
0: <clears throat> okay. 18 years. Supposedly, you're going to be a young jedi that didn't get wiped out by by anakin and these are rumors this is all speculation and rumors you're one of the people that didn't get murdered by order 66 not yet right so get this since we just talked about ea with origins premiere and live service games this might be a live service game oh for sure okay so get this is what i'm thinking just at the top of my head this is pretty cool if you think about it, okay? If it's a live service game, I'm out, just let you know. I'm not getting it until about a year from now. But live service game, that's not true. I'll probably get it just to show you guys it's a bad game and you shouldn't get it. But anyway, uh, live service game, you're a young Padawan, okay? And if it is a live service game or multiple people, like an MMO-type style, light light MMO, like you're talking about, where you get to meet other people, you are a character. I am a character. We're both Jedi's trying to survive in this world and try not to expose ourselves. So you have Jedi powers, but you can't really just pull out your lightsaber and start swinging at people because then they'll right. know where you are. They know they know who you are. So you have to be stealthy about it, right? Right. I, that's
1: how I think. That's how I think it should be. See, I think the whole game should be. If we're talking about the way they, the way that they're describing it, it should be a sense of dread the whole time. That if you're found out, you're dead. So you have to do everything you can to stay as hidden for as long as you can.
0: Right, right.
1: You're, I mean, you want to use your Jedi powers, but you can't bust out the lightsaber every time to, sell this, to solve the problem because otherwise spies are around and they call you out.
0: I, I, I don't know. I think this would be cool if we could work together. We're both Jedi. We find each other in the world, right? But it's got to be vast. It's got to be big open areas. There's got to be okay, condensed no matter, no, matter, no matter
1: what we're talking about, you're never going to see it, bro. Our, oh, know, our rendition of what a Star Wars game will be, they will never do no. because it's not they, a game as a service. If,
0: if someone could just take something and attach it to my head and start taking my thoughts... Yeah,
1: but you have to, but you have to charge them like 100 bucks an hour. Oh, more take, than that. $1,000 an hour. More like, than that, yeah. They, 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 haven't, they haven't come up with one decent idea that wasn't shit on by someone in the higher-ups for like the last 10 years. Whoever could create...
0: They a, a device that can hook up to someone's brain and take data directly out and put it on paper for them to make think, it like movies I think, and I stuff.
1: Think the CIA is working on that.
0: Whatever, I'll I'll sign up for it. I got plenty of stuff. Just give me just give me a couple grand every time I put it on. That's all. Thirty thousand dollars for an hour session.
1: I mean, I could do I could do so much with Star Wars. As a matter of fact, here's how here's why I get upset. The universe of Star Wars is so vast. And the amount of stories you can take out of the, out of the universe are so many. The fact that it's they endless. zero in on absolute zero creativity and zero anything every time they come out with something boggles the mind.
0: They can do anything. They can also, do anything. They can do anything. They can do anything as long as they keep and, it. And they do nothing. Right. As long as they keep it. Like, you can do anything. Just don't make the lightsaber a like fucking hook and shit. You know what I mean? Like, keep it based in, in the lore and the world of Star Wars. You could literally do everything. I'm telling you, man, we had this conversation over the last five years on this show. You take Star Wars and make it into anything. Destiny, Star Wars. Okay? Anthem, Star Wars. Fucking Tetris, Star Wars. It, it does better.
1: I think, I think a Jedi game in the Star Wars universe has to be almost on the same level as For Honor, where you have to learn a specific style of jedi like uh, if i use a long sword or if i use the short sword if i use and you have to learn the moves right and you have to visually see when the guy attacks you like not just because you have a laser sword you can kill everybody right So they're gonna they're gonna put you against guys that you know you, maybe you're using a stick not a lightsaber because you're not supposed to be found out
0: star right? wars
1: right so like you you have to realize that they're attacking you from the top how, how to block right and you have to learn. You have to learn how to use the sword. It's not just, I get to slaughter everybody with a lightsaber. Right. If you put that kind of detail into the combat system of being a Jedi, that way, by the time you reach the end of the game, you are a fucking master at that and particular thing. it feels thing. awesome to play, yeah, right? It feels awesome. Right. It would feel awesome. Right. You think right. they're going to get that? You think you're going to get that?
0: Nope. No. 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 Nope. All right. So let's, let's talk about this a little bit. What do you think we are getting?
1: Oh, bro, don't get me started on this. Why? Well, first of all, it has to be games as a service.
0: Right? You think you 100% you think this is a game service, not single player? Well,
1: Jedi Order? Yeah, I believe it's going to be on the same level as Shadows of Mordor.
0: Okay. Okay. It's well, gonna that's be on single that, player, though.
1: On that kind of level, I, I'm talking about the basis of the game.
0: Oh, I got you. Okay.
1: Like, you'll be fighting certain guys, right? They're going to take some elements from this. You're fighting certain guys. Maybe they can be your ally. Maybe not. Maybe they betray you. That kind of thing. But it's done in the same type of style as, like, I wanna say, a cross between a division and, like, a monster world where, like, you're in your own world, but you also share the world with other people during certain aspects of the game. Like, certain things happen where you're in the same area with somebody else. I'm telling you, they have to put it that way. Otherwise, there's no other reason. But see, for me, I consider it a survival game. If you're telling me I'm the I'm one of the last guys ever, it's supposed to be a single player game. But the minute you say that's a games a service, how can it be a games a service and be a survival game? If I'm the last one there and you're inviting you other people to that, then what? We're just there's there's hundreds of thousands of us. The being the last one, you got to pick a side. Right. How can you how can you be the last one if you're gonna make it a games as a service?
0: I, I think if well this is what I think though. If it's like a destiny, and when I say like this, like we're the savior of the planet, but yet there's hundreds of all, of guardians, right? You know what I'm saying? The, the the whole lore of destiny itself is stupid, right? Because the story takes place where you're the guardian, right? But then you see all these other guardians in the tower, and they all save the world,
1: right? So it breaks it breaks the immersion of what the
0: story is supposed to be, right? So, I think it's going to be along the lines of that like you're the last jet like you're one of the few last jedi right that didn't get wiped out, so there's gonna be millions of other jedi that didn't also didn't get wiped out because you're all playing, but you only get to see like maybe four to six of them inside the world. you know what i'm saying
1: i have I have so many ideas for jedi stuff games you you don't even you you we don't have the I don't have enough time to tell you the intro of the ideas that I have inside my head in the next four minutes. That's how much shit's going on up here.
0: I think, so okay, chat and iTunes and everyone out there in podcast world, leave a comment, leave a review, leave something. Do you think that the Jedi Fallen Order is a single-player game, or do you think it's a games-as-service? Okay, what is your idea? What do you think this game's going to be? Saturday, we're going to find out what this is, right? Oh, 13th. Well, Saturday,
1: Saturday, we're going to see some kind of awesome trailer. We're going to see hard. in-game trailer. It's going to make some of us hard and some of us wet, and we're going to think that it's all this stuff, but it's not.
0: All right, let's take like, take bets now. Do we see in-game footage, in-game footage of the game, or do we just see cinematic trailer? I say we see cinematic trailer. No, no, gameplay. no
1: gameplay. No gameplay.
0: Does it come out this year?
1: Uh, no, new, 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 uh, new systems first.
0: What about they announce new systems this year?
1: If new systems come out this year and the star Wars movie does well, you get a bundle.
0: I think it's coming out this year.
1: If it comes out, if star Wars doesn't do well, there's no bundle, but it still might come out this year. I think if, if, if if, this is the, this is the flow chart. If consoles come out this year, it comes out this year.
0: No, this is not a bundle game. This is not a bundle game.
1: If Star listen, if the Star Wars movie does well, it becomes a bundle. If it doesn't do well, it's not a bundle. You get the bundle in February.
0: Not, I think in- I think this I think this comes out this year because this is the game in place of Battlefront Three. I think Maybe. I think this comes out in November this year. Uh, and I don't know if it's a games of service. I think it might be just because of our talk about EA games. It's got to be some multiplayer co-op live service type of something.
1: There's Otherwise, no how you, way... How do you charge them?
0: There's no way EA is releasing a single-player game with no microtransactions or anything. There's no way. There's no way. It just doesn't that, fit in that's the...
1: Why, that's why I say a lesser a lesser invasive game like Shadow of Wardar.
0: Because if they were going to have a single-player game, why did they close... Why did they close the other Star Wars game down?
1: Well, because they were, Because they had to use the Frostbite engine. No, I know that, but... The, they, the, the conversation was had by Hetty. And she said that... It, no, it no, was but they also to...
0: wanted to make it a live service game. She said they didn't want to go in that, that direction. So...
1: So that says, see, why would you scrap something that was already three years in development, or two years in development, excuse me, because it wasn't live service if you're not going to make a live service. Right, they
0: wanted to convert it to live service, and she said this is not what... So this, this is a live service game. This is, I think this is going to be a live service game. I think we've, uh, we've all accomplished a lot today. I think we've uh, got it off, and uh, I don't think we were too toxic in any way shape or form oh,
1: no no we're we're definitely toxic somewhere somewhere in malaysia right now they're starting a coup
0: <laughs> are we uh are we playing uh are we playing borderlands tonight
1: um yeah i feel like playing borderlands
0: all right uh what I really
1: what i really want to play is an uninterrupted session of borderlands 2 but i'll wait
0: all right well how about we play an uninterrupted session of borderlands, 1? borderlands 1 that's yeah. fine um all right guys that's it Episode 166 is in the can. I appreciate you guys coming out and watching live. I do
1: recorded, but thanks for coming
0: out, guys. Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can watch us live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you follow Sergeant Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. Uh, if you want to listen to the past, past broadcast, you can listen to it live, or not live, but you can listen to the past broadcast on youtube.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. All the episodes are up. Well, most of the, all the episodes are up there. A couple are missing because they didn't record. Um, And then you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor.fm, and a crap ton more. Make sure if you're listening on that podcast, please review. Hit that review button. Hit that follow button. Hit the heart button. Hit the subscribe button. Wherever you are and what platform you're listening to, which most of you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you hit that uh, subscribe button on iTunes so you know when the new episodes go live. We appreciate you guys listening and watching. You guys have a wonderful week, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for watching. Take care, guys. <laughs> They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.